And we're back. <laughs> this is Drew Sitzwith, and I'm joined by Mitch. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Dude. I feel terrible. How do you say your last name? Is it Andreas or Anders? So, I'm Italian and German. Technically, it's like Andres. Okay. But like, growing up, it's either been Andres, like people say like address, you know? Okay. Or it's Andres, which is like most common, pretty much. Okay. So I always just roll with Andres because I'm not going to like tell everyone, oh, it's Andres, like every single time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, technically okay. that's I it. did because I was like, is it like, uh, not Mexican, Spanish, like I do, Andres. I get, that, I get that a lot. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I don't know. I didn't think so, but maybe, I don't know. I didn't want to be rude, but also not saying your last name seems even more rude. So <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> Here we are. Me and Mitch knew each other back in high school and working at Riverside. Mitch was friends with Matt Picardi, who was the guy who got me the job at the pizza place. So, like you were saying, you would come in with your buddies and kind of, once Matt got off of work, you guys would come up with plans to go out on Friday night or something like that. Yeah, it was it was the hangout spot, you know. We'd, we'd figure out what our plans are, or you know, they have some good-ass Play food pool, there, yeah. too. And, you know, the, the good part, too, like, that place, the, the people who owned it, I forget what their names were, but Matt was pretty close with them. They were oh, yeah. really cool people. Yeah, Mike and Brian, shout out to them. Yeah, Matt was like, I want to say one of the first people hired there. So he was, he was, it's like his picture was hung up on the wall once he went to the Navy and stuff, like in uniform. Yeah, it was crazy. He was like, (laughs) worship there. His mom is like, family would come in and they'd be like, the food's on us. (laughs) You know, Matt was here, you know, he's gone now. (laughs) Yeah. I remember they would like have events for his his brother. Um, Like they would uh, like rent out the place sometimes and like. I think I've, I've been there a few times, and it's cool when they, they rent out the place and have, like, a party there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, his brother's name is Joey, right? Joey, yeah. So uh, his brother, Joey. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> his brother, Joey, uh, he has special needs. And he's – so I met Matt in kindergarten, and at the time, it was, like, all a coincidence, but my brother, as I mentioned earlier, uh, he's, he's five years older than me, and Matt has a brother the same age, and they were, like, best buddies too. But Matt's little brother, Joey, he has special needs, and my mom would actually, like, babysit him every once in a while oh, wow. when, when his mom couldn't. Okay. And so, like, we were kind of just, like, a close family. We all kind of knew each other. He's yeah. a good family friend. Nice. And Not- you grew up in Westridge, which is a big subdivision in Bartlett. Shout out Bartlett. Shout out to Bartlett, right? We talked about that, another Bartlett alumni. And so because of that, like you said, kind of close families because you guys all live right in the same area. Yeah. Westridge. Yeah. Back in the day. So People, what was the elementary school called? Nature Ridge. Nature, Nature Ridge. Ridge Elementary. Yes. I used to walk to school. That, that was a nice thing about that school. Everyone that lived around there, you can walk. And, and some kids took the bus from a little farther away, but, like, it, it was fun walking to school. And then, you know, obviously in the winter, kind like, of you'd, so. like, you'd be like, Mom, Mom, can you, can you drive me to school? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was a good school. That's, uh, I met a lot, of, uh, a lot of my best friends that I still have today. Like, our friend group stayed pretty close. That's good. That's actually how I, I, I found out about the podcast. Shout out Adam Walker. Yeah, shout out to Adam. And Dylan? I, I listen to podcasts every day at work. It's just like, it makes the day go by so fast. You know, obviously, if I have to talk to someone or something, I w- I'll take out my AirPods. But Yeah. So what podcast do you listen to? So it's, it's kind of a strange one, but it's called Painkiller Already. And uh-huh. it's, it's a weird mix of people. But do you remember FPS Russia? From way back on the YouTube days, he was this, like, guy who would, like, test out random guns and, like, explode. That sounds super familiar. He would do a Russian accent? Yeah. He, is he a Russian guy? 
No. <laughs> okay, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. That's crazy. He He's kind of one, like, the main guy. And then there's another guy who was, uh, he, like, played Call of Duty, uh, Woody's Gamer Tag. I know that. Yeah, I didn't know him until I, I just came across this podcast. And I, I recognized, I was like, wait a minute. That's that guy who, like, used to do, do those cool Russian, like. Right, he would shoot all, like, machine guns and stuff in a field and blow up uh, water containers and stuff. Yeah. And, like, yeah. And he'd do it in the Russian accent. And everyone used to think, like, dude, this guy is funny as hell. Like, yeah, yeah. And then I never even knew until this podcast that, that he wasn't even a Russian. I don't know how I knew that, but also I don't even know how I was watching those videos. So that that really hit like a deep <laughs> that was recess back, in the back of my head. That was way back in the day, too. That <laughs> like was early YouTube. That was yeah. That was like chocolate rain YouTube. But anyway, so I, I listened to I listened to them. They they do a, a long podcast. It's like they do a four hour one every weekend and then a two hour one or no, one hour on the weekday, like on a Monday. Okay. And it's just like a, a keeping up with the news kind of thing. It's kind of cool. Interesting. But that's all. And then I watch Joe Rogan, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. A lot of people watch him. The GOAT. And then um, there's a few other ones I, I got into, but. You like bounce around. Yeah. You see I, I bounce. Yeah. There's like, there's one called the HVAC jerks, I think. HVAC something. It was these like old HVAC guys talking. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I can learn something from this. <laughs> That's but. hilarious. Yeah, so you work in HVAC? HVAC engineering, you said? What is it? Yeah, uh, it's like HVAC design. So I'm, a, I'm an engineering consultant for like HVAC design. So we're work. using CAD or? Yeah, I'm using AutoCAD and Revit. Okay. And I'm basically getting a floor plan and designing the HVAC system on a floor plan. Very cool. Software, basically. Right, so you're not actually installing no. You're the, you're the guy making the plans given to the guys in the field. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And I, I thought it was interesting, too, because I found out you were doing a lot of construction stuff, too. Yeah. And I was like, that's you're talking about general contractors and stuff like that. I'm like, I deal with these guys all the time. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, you're, you're, so, you would be one of the subs that we would work for. Again, you'd be in their office or whatever. But, uh, yeah, same exact, same exact thing. So where, what, uh, what kind of jobs do you do? Is it commercial, residential? Uh, we're mostly commercial. Uh, I don't think we've ever, we've done like one, there was a house that came up one time, but. You did the boss's friend's house or something? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but um, like a cool. lot of, a lot of schools, a lot of them got that COVID money and they are Whoa. spending it. Interesting. On renovations. Okay. And like, and if they don't spend it, it's like money wasted. So we get a lot right. of, yeah, it's interesting. I never, okay. never thought about it until. Cool. <laughs> but then a, like a lot of healthcare and then um, some restaurants, just any. It's basically whenever an owner wants to do a renovation and then you got to find someone to do it. And yeah. in order to get like contractors to start doing work, you got to have sealed, like signed and sealed drawings. Okay. With the design that's going on. Otherwise they can't, they can't get it approved. So do you go out, do you go out into the field ever to make measurements or do people do that for you? How does that work? Um, we have to get the existing conditions. So like if we're basically when we do a job, it's either a new job or it's a building renovation. If it's a new job, we don't really actually have to go there and do anything. Right. But if it's an existing building that is just getting like a whole new air handling unit and they're renovating walls and changing all the rooms and everything. Yeah. Then we have to go there and find out what's existing and what's going to be demolished, how we're going to reconnect, like what kind of design do we have to do to make things work? Yeah. And then we do have to go for like um they call it a called inspection kind of an inspection oh a punch you have to punch do like list. a punch sure. list yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i don't know why i like had a brain fire i was like 
what's that called? <laughs> but um, uh, final walkthrough before you sign the deal. Yeah, uh, punch list items. It's you know a little chip in the paint here, or this or that. You mm-hmm. got to fix that before before we sign off on it. So yeah. So yeah, I do. We do design on AutoCAD and Revit. Okay. AutoCAD is a little more like raw. It's a little older. People right. like people. So did you do PLTW in high school? Yeah. Okay. I did it. Uh, I did like a lot of them. I did. Um, Me too. We might have been in. I feel we had to have been, right? I, I think we were. For had, sure. Had Peacock at some point. Had Mr. Peacock was cool. I had Mr. Ski. Mm-hmm. Um, for like, uh, like civil CEA. Yep. Civil engineering architecture. Architecture, yeah. We were probably in the same class. Yeah, dude. Probably, I can't even remember yeah. now. So I've been doing all these ones with people from high school. I just did one with Cal Artwell, and uh, it doesn't matter. But I'm like, I can't remember any of my teachers' names. <laughs> like, I can't dude, remember that, my classes. <laughs> I crazy. thought about that about middle school the other day, and I was like, oh, man. I can't think of like, I can think of like one or two, and I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, though, I love those classes. Like, oh, they were I think awesome. that's what got me to want to pursue the path that I picked because yeah. I like I've, I've always been a little better at math than any other subject but then once I kind of like started figuring out that like there's softwares that are for designing stuff I I enjoyed the creativity kind of like yeah it's kind of like Legos on a computer you're pretty you're building much stuff yeah so the other software called Revit that we use it's uh it's more modern you can actually like see th- see things in 3d and uh so I'm basically we're putting in new equipment, like new air conditioning units, uh, new boilers, um, like air handling units that are basically a giant like fan unit that's sucking in air. But then I do the duct work, the piping. Like I design all of this using engineering like codes and like calculations, basically. So, do you have to know all of the building codes, or is that built into the software? It's a little bit of both. Um, we have design like specifications. So like we have things that we have manufacturers and we have like products that we've just, that my company's been like dealing with to the point where they know that it'll pass the codes basically. Gotcha. But we do have to like check the code books, especially for uh, like healthcare. They have a lot of like restrictions with like ventilation and like clean rooms and humidity and all yeah, that kind of thing. Makes sense. What about electricians and plumbers? Do they so, get in your way all the time? Well, so I was, yeah, I should probably <laughs> rewind a bit. So the company that I work at, it, it's a pretty small company. And I'd say like 30, 30 40 people maybe. Okay, but that's we're, pretty big. But we're the mechanical, we're the electrical, and we're the plumbing fire protection. So it's wow, like okay. little divisions. Like there's like 10, 10, 12 guys doing mechanical, gotcha. 10, 12 guys, and then there's a few interns. But... So we have to coordinate everything. And mechanical is HVAC? Yeah. Right. Okay. And we have HVAC, heating, air. Heating, ventilation, air conditioning. There you go. Okay. Yeah. For all the laymen at home, (laughs) just so you know what we're talking about. (laughs) They didn't know what we're talking about until now. They're like, hey. Returns, what? Yeah. (laughs) So I have to coordinate with them, and then that kind of helps, though, that we're all in one company doing it it's internal yeah well l- literally half of my boss's job will be to s- get the electrician to stop fighting with the fucking plumber because he ripped out his pipe or you know whatever because this guy got in the way and this mm-hmm. and that but <laughs> yeah so that like we basically make these designs and then the contractors can like be for all the same company that contracts these like mechanical electrical plumbing yeah. can do it all if right. they're if they're the type like sometimes it's split up it just depends if the company does all three of them yeah that makes sense 
keep it all in house. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about your shirt, Tenet? I love that movie. Dude, I'm a big Christopher <laughs> Nolan fan, dude. You know, uh, he has a new movie coming out. What's that? Oppenheimer. Have you heard of it? Oh yeah, of course. I am Shiva, the destroyer of worlds. What is it? Let's see the Oppenheimer quote. That that movie is supposed to like be filmed on some crazy camera too. Oh really? I think I forget exactly. I think it was like twenty five hundred frames per second. Now I am become. Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Quoting the Bhagavad Gita after witnessing the first nuclear explosion. Okay, we're kind of close. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so what does that mean? I don't know that much the, about film. I mean, I don't know a whole lot either. Uh, just, so is that a high frame rate? Or? 25. 2,500 FPS is a lot, yeah. Okay. Frames per second, I mean, yeah, a gun. I don't know exactly what a gun is, but, like, <laughs> it, it's way faster than a, a gun shooting, you know? Gotcha. So, but that's interesting because it's a movie that takes place in 1942 or whatever the fuck, so. Yeah, and I think I think it might be, like, black and white partially. I'm not sure, but. Interesting. I know also, so it's a movie about the developing nukes, basically. This exactly. guy engineered the nukes manhattan project apparently in this movie they didn't use any cgi for the explosions they like did like actual uh, not like nuclear level but like i think using that camera they were able to like make some like crazy cinematography with real explosions whoa yeah that's crazy i think that that's what people are kind of hyped about too with the, with the movie coming out because to me when i first saw that i was like oh that's fucking awesome but then i was then after thinking about it, i'm like well, it's not really much there. Like, it's not a movie about World War II that has a lot of action. It's about a scientist who developed the math to be able to make a bomb. So I'm like, that's kind of boring. But again, if you're saying it's got a crazy... And the cast. Have you, have you seen the cast on it, too? It, I'm not sure. It is stacked. Uh, it has the guy uh, from Peaky Blinders. Right. I'm trying to think. Uh, the guy from Drake and Josh. Is <laughs> Josh from Drake and Josh. So it's Kilgan Murray, Robert Downey Jr., Florence who? P-U-G-H? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon, right? Jack Quaid, Rami Malek. Guy for, uh, the, Blunt. The, the main uh, guy from The Boys, uh, skinny guy. He's in it. There's just a bunch of people in it that, that you would recognize. Interesting. Like, but like, you know that movie, A Man Named Otto? Do you remember that? It's with... Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if I've seen Tom that. Tom Hanks. It just came out. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's just a movie about an old guy who takes the bus to work. It's like, who the fuck wants to watch that? <laughs> like, that's so boring. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> At least this guy made a, the nuclear bomb. I guess it yeah. makes sense. But yeah, but the, so this shirt I have on is Tenet. It was yes. another kind of to bring it back. <laughs> yeah, to bring it all the way back. <laughs> kind of a, another like crazy film. Like the it kind of like an Inception. Like the way they filmed it was kind of like trippy and like. Right. I don't know, unique. It was like about like time going backwards and stuff. But this shirt I got, it was actually like a, a collab with Travis Scott. Yeah, he like he, that he released song. it and this is at a time when I was like trying to like keep up with like like, like his stuff would like resell a lot. Yeah. And this shirt was like it like sold out like really quickly and now it went up to like double in price at least. I, I last I looked it was like a hundred and something. Oh, it was crazy. Is, his his stuff is weird. Like a bunch of people's stuff that do that. It's crazy. Like he's super culty. So what are you what are you looking at what are you looking at the price on? Like StockX or yeah, something? Yeah on, on StockX, yeah. Gotcha. I, I have I haven't done any of that in a while. This was like years back and I never really got super far into it. Like yeah. I I collected a few things. 
I, it's because I was big into vinyls. I, I started collecting vinyls and I got a record player just because I thought it was cool. Yeah. And then I, I see I, they released like limited ones with their like merch. So That's like cool. on their website when they release like a merch drop and it's all this stuff like selling out like sneakers like Travis Scott will do his like sneaker that he's releasing on the top and it like sells out instantly. But then he does like a whole drop of other stuff underneath it. Yeah. And I would just be after the vinyls because I was collecting like a little collection for display and just to listen to. Yeah. And then I just saw the shirt and I thought it was cool. And then I got That's it. Sick. Yeah. So it's cactus Jack on the sleeve. It says 10 on the front. I'm sure there's other shit all over it, but yeah. Um, yeah. I never got into like the sneakerhead shit or like Supreme, any of that stuff. I was always just yeah. like, ah, I don't know. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't really get. It. This was as far deep as I got into it, and it wasn't much. It's cool though. I like it. Yeah. I, I, I think it's sick. Um, but yeah, so Tenet is spelled T E N E T, so you can say it frontwards and backwards. Yeah. And then so the whole idea of the movie is that it you can watch it forwards and backwards. I don't know if you can actually do that or not. Yeah, but. it's like a movie based on Planogram? like What is it it's, called? Yeah, I don't know the word. <laughs> got look, I Google it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I keep turning around. <laughs> it's been Taco long. Cat, right? <laughs> Na- race car. Yeah, race car. Yeah, I, I, I get those all jumbled up. Those uh... palindrome. Uh, that's what it is. Perhaps the most commonly referred English palindrome is a man, a plan, a canal, Panama. What? You can spell that whole thing backwards. That's insane. Oh, all the whole entire the thing whole sentence you just said. Oh my a god! A man, a plan, a canal, Panama. That's crazy. Kayak, defy, <laughs> rotator, deed, peep. Wow, noon. Okay, well, it kind of got a little weak at the end, but <laughs> you get the idea. There's <laughs> a cool podcast I listened to with my favorite comedian, Mark Norman. It's called We Might Be Drunk. They do cocktails and. Uh, they talk a lot about movies. This other guy, Sam Sam Morreal, another comedian in New York. Um, but I've learned a ton about movies and directors, and basically just you know, it's like you hear about movies that you've never watched, and you're probably never going to watch. You're kind of just like, okay, this is kind of interesting, yeah. you know. But <laughs> you feel so, left out of the conversation. There's so many movies out there now; it's hard to keep up, and TV shows especially. Right. You get all these recommendations from everyone, and you're like. I mean, I can only watch so much TV. And I know. And then when you get referred something, you almost, like, resent it. You f- yeah, you resent <laughs> it, but then you also, like, like, are they going to make me feel obligated to, like, I should watch this now? Exactly. But. That's what it is. You feel obligated. Yeah. Like, like, the next time you see them, if you haven't seen it, you're like, fuck. <laughs> I know. And we, I used to send, like, songs is, to is my this, fr- Is this when I recommend a TV show to you? No, <laughs> we can. <laughs> uh, like, I... I would send music to my friends all the time or like, again, podcasts, which no one would ever listen to, but <laughs> um, music, you know, and then it's like, you see me like, oh, dude, did you listen to that artist? Did you listen to that song? And they're like, no. And you're like, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, that's only uh, like two <laughs> minutes, man. You can't listen to the fucking song. <laughs> but at the same time, if someone sends me a song and you're busy doing something else, you're like, all right, like, let's do it later. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a weird world, man. <laughs> another, I, I thought of another one too. Um, I have dabbled a little bit into Andrew Huberman. All right, nice. Yeah. So my, <laughs> I've gotten through to somebody. <laughs> well, my girlfriend showed me it before, and then you mentioned it too, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, what the stuff he says, you just get like knowledge dumped on like all of this stuff, and it's all oh, about yeah. bettering your life, and yeah, like that's pretty much in general that's what it is, and it's just about like the, the very scientific ways of 
all, all the things people do to try to better their life, pretty much. Because when you're listening to it, you're like, yeah, I do want to live as long as I possibly can, right? Like, why wouldn't I want to do that? I need to change everything. I don't know. He's one of those guys where it's like, not, not everybody can be like him. Everybody can't take uh, 30 supplements every yeah. day and, like, do literal experiments on themselves and, you know. Yeah, and then it's like, well, how do you actually know, too? Like, there's so right. many different combinations of things that you can do, and it's like. And it's your chemistry. Yeah. There was a guy that we're talking about on your mom's house. He he was taking again like thirty pills every single day, and it was his, his exact nutritional diet dialed in. So he wasn't eating any food. It was just pills that he was taking, and it was like you know X amount of iron, X amount of you know protein, all the different stuff. And he was running at like optimum speed. He'd work out for an hour in the morning, an hour at night. Like he had this whole regiment. He was of course a billionaire, right? He was funding this entire yeah. fucking operation. But he claimed that he had reversed aging on his, on a couple of his organs by like four years. Like his liver had like he, he was say forty five, and it looked like a forty year old liver. Like it was crazy. Wow. And it's like fuck, man. Like if that's possible, like if you could just drink a drink every day, and like that was all the calories you needed, and you didn't have to worry about food for the rest of the day, and you, I don't know, it's crazy to think about. Yeah. But then also, what's life? You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we're getting there already. <laughs> <laughs> one beer in <laughs> yeah we got we got coronas and we got i got coronas we got michelob because you said you like coronas but it's memorial day so we got to go a little patriotic so mm -hmm. we also got we got some mick ultras as well no bud light though no bud not light. this time <laughs> what's your take on the bud light controversy i mean i don't know <laughs> the way i look at it it's like like bud light's owned by imbev but like they also own all these other beers too so Oh yeah, it's a whole monopoly spider web when you start. Yeah, and Bud Light's strings. just like one branch of the tree, so it's exactly. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think it's all politics right now is kind of wild. I kind of just don't get in, like into it very much. I mean, that's okay. I, I didn't mean to force you to no, no. take a stand. <laughs> no, it's all good. I, I think it's kind of dumb. I mean, it is kind of funny that like Bud Light's on clearance now everywhere. Like it's crazy. Just this past weekend for uh, Memorial Day, I was in Janesville, Wisconsin, helping a buddy right. on his house, and uh, nice. his mom has a boat, and we went out on the boat like with a bunch of other like but we took a bunch of boats out we docked up at a sandbar and we found out that one of our buddies was like yeah i got the bud light seltzers they were like 75 percent off <laughs> i was like i'm like fuck it like i'll drink it i don't care that's hilarious also bud light seltzer is probably the most <laughs> yeah ex yeah exactly I, mean, I don't want to say it but you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> i'm sitting there just chilling with my tangerine bud light seltzer like i hope people aren't judging me right now <laughs> you're in speedo and uh, you got glitter in your hair <laughs> i'm just kidding but anyways what do you what do you think about it i think it's hilarious the people got so upset about it yeah i think it's funny i've also said it bud light i've done the test bud light miller light coors light blindfolded they all taste the exact same yeah. to me so it's hilarious that people are that committed to a you know corporate conglomerate they're like no <laughs> I, i'm switch like my, I, I was talking to this guy and he's like yeah my son had to switch <laughs> and you're like what <laughs> like it was like a big deal like he was like changing his college or something you're like yeah he had to transfer I, yeah you know what i thought about what? i was like I remember for the longest time, I always saw Post Malone always like was known for having a Bud of Light. Course, and I, was like, right. I wonder if this affected him at all. I mean, I'm curious. Like, yeah. 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 He was the, the Bud Light guy for sure. Yeah. Another comedian I love, Shane Gillis. He's a Bud Light guy as well. And uh, he's like, fuck it. I'm still drinking Bud Light. I don't care. You know, it doesn't matter. But I, I heard on the last Joe Rogan. Yeah. He had Bert 
Or it wasn't the last one. I mean, who knows what, like, for when we're recording this. But yeah, it was a few days. Dude, I, yeah, you saw that one? Oh, yeah, of course. And, the Machine. He's he, coming out with this movie. Yeah, I was actually thinking, like, maybe I should go see that. Like, I want to watch it, yeah. Yeah. But he mentioned that the day that that happened, I don't know if you heard that podcast, he, he was going on about how the day that the Bud Light thing happened, he was on stage doing stand-up, and he had brought out a Bud Light, and the crowd started, started like, chanting, and it was like, like half of them were like kind of laughing at it, and half of them were like, "You can't be drinking that!" Right, like, right, right. And he didn't know what was going on, so they had to explain to him that it happened. <laughs> and then he like made some like bit about it that like made it. He went pretty dirty with I it. I think he was saying that Bud Light should go harder. Yeah, the, yeah. the commercial should be uh, a guy and a girl on the bed, and she's going, "Come on, baby." And he's <laughs> yeah. like, "All right, one second. Kills the Bud Light, and then goes and uh, has sex with the transgender person. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> A little bit dirtier uh, how he said it, but yeah, you get the gist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, the machine. So that story, I don't know if you know how, how deep your Rogan history is. I, but I don't know a lot about Bert, but I, I've, yeah, I wouldn't say my Joe Rogan history is very good. So Bert uh, is a comedian. He uh, was on Travel Channel. He would like, you know, go to like theme parks and like ride roller coasters and stuff. But he was also a stand-up comedian. And uh, he was also written up in Rolling Stone as, like, the number one party animal in the world. Van Wilder, that movie, I don't know if you know about that, was made about him. Kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Like I've heard early it. the 2000s. Yeah. So he's been kind of famous for his entire life, basically. But then would be on Rogan, and he's working at this kind of shitty travel channel job. You know, famous, but not, like, you know, yeah. crazy. And then he tells a story about how he got how he got involved with the Russian mafia when he was in college and he, uh, you know, robbed a train. It's this crazy story. It's like 20 minutes long. It's really funny. That went viral. Uh, his podcast got bigger. He started working with Tom Segura doing two bears, one K, which is another good podcast. You should listen to. I've um, heard about it. I just never, I, sh I should watch that. I've every Monday. It's I, I listen to it every single week for sure. It's probably top three, but, um, and then his stamp started getting bigger and bigger during the pandemic. He was doing drive-in movie theaters. That was like his idea. He was the first person to do that. So he'd like sell the whole drive-in movie theater out. He'd do stamp there. Oh, it was wow. crazy during the pandemic. Uh, and then he filmed this movie. Luke Skywalker is his dad in the movie. It's like a real movie and everything. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So to see, uh, you know, he told a story on Joe Rogan that went viral and then he made a fucking movie out of it. It's kind of cool. Like, as a yeah, fan, man. you're like, oh, dude, I, I, like, saw all this happen, and, like, you know, I don't know. That's another reason why I started this shit, because I'm like, this can happen to people, you know? Like, yeah. I can, I can try. It, may, it might not work, but I'm going to try it, you know? Yeah, I, I think, like, you never know when it's going to happen, and you, you just got to keep trying it and put them out there, pretty much. That's the goal, man. I'm going to get another beer. You want one? Yeah, yeah. That's right, you went to NIU. So how was that? How was it going to NIU? It was nice. Uh, so I actually listened to the episode you had with Connor. McGuffin. Yeah, and he went there, right? I, yes, he yeah. did. And it was the same kind of situation. I think he mentioned that he went there right when COVID started and had all online classes. Yeah. Same boat. I went to ECC for three years. Same exact thing that like he did, I think. Yeah. And then go to NIU everything all online so you didn't get year. any college really <laughs> yeah but you know it was it was kind of nice Easier. like we i i lived in an apartment building and everyone like couldn't really go out to the bars and stuff so there was parties all the time and everyone okay. had online classes so like you didn't have to really like people could like wake up in the morning and not have to like right you could party go, longer <laughs> yeah you can be like hung over in bed and open your laptop up and like not yeah. really care about it <laughs> 
<laughs> but not saying I did that all the time. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it definitely like was way different. And like I, I saw the change because my senior year there was I had like all my like last engineering classes to take and they were all in person. So I went from like all online classes one year to all in-person engineer classes the next year with no electives because I did so I did three years at Elgin Community College and got like all my electives done kind of decided what I wanted to do I didn't know that I wanted to do mechanical right away I actually um, had an internship with uh, Streamwood Public Works for civil okay so I would do like like road work and like measuring concrete like quantities and stuff and then I just decided, yeah, I, I don't know if I want to be doing that all the time. Like, you're out in the sun in the summer. It's, it's just construction management, pretty much, and, like, yeah. measuring. And I, I don't know. I just uh, decided. And, like, NIU didn't have uh, didn't have civil either. So I was like, I'll, I'll just go into mechanical. And so NIU, NIU was pretty nice. Um, definitely, like, kind of dangerous sometimes. There's, like, we got DeKalb. a lot. Of, yeah, DeKalb can be kind of crazy late at night. <laughs> I feel like I haven't been to very many college towns, but the few ones that I have been, it's like it's a college town surrounded by farms, and then there's like a uh, street kind of vibe. But they're also mm-hmm. just like kind of poor people that hang around after either they tried to go to college there or never went to college and just live there. But it's like they go to the bars or something. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's either like farmers or like gangsters or college kids. It's yeah, weird. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But the bars out there were really fun. They had, like, some cool, like, they had a hockey bar called Lord Stanley's. It was pretty fun. It was fun. This one bar, uh, Molly's, actually had a bus called the Molly's Bus, and you can call it anytime you want, and they'll come to where you're at in DeKalb and, like, bring you, the, like, to this bar. That's incredible. And, like, at the end of the night, they'd, like, do runs, like, dropping people off. So, like, That's so you cool. can just get super fucked up at Molly's and the, Didn't take the bus. Yeah. yeah. That's such a smart idea because you're going to spend way more money there because you're like, well, I don't have to pay for an Uber. Yeah, exactly. And, like, people will go from, like, they'll maybe start at, like, the, the other bar, Lord Stanley's that I mentioned. We'd go there, and then we'd call the bus from there, and then, like. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was fun. Going from the competition. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I went to, I partied at ISU, and they had buses that we were, we were hopping on, but you had to walk to the bus stop to get picked uh, up, but a little different. Another Bird Kreischer idea is a bar called rickshaws where if you live within a half mile of the bar you can get picked up and dropped off in a rickshaw like a guy will run and pick you up like in those like old school like chinese carts you know kind of a good idea right yeah i mean that would be pretty funny (laughs) all right so i'm a very tall guy and i love talking about this kind of stuff i found out about this guy adam rayner you ever heard about him no i don't think Okay, he was born in 1899, died in 1950. So he's an old man, he's dead, right? <clears throat> he was born with dwarfism. So he was a dwarf. Described as very small, thin, weak. By age 18, he measured only four feet. Uh, he therefore refused. Uh, he wasn't allowed to be in the army, missed the First World War. Then he got gigantism. He got to the height of seven feet two inches. Isn't that insane? Wait, I skipped. I was reading that horribly, but yes. Yeah, so no, he, no, that's crazy. He was born Wait. a dwarf, right? He was like four feet tall by the time he was eighteen or nineteen. Then, 
grew. He had like a lesion in one of his uh, the pituitary pituitary gland, I think it was. Yeah, pituitary. And he just became a giant. He had a growth. Yeah, it's crazy. Isn't that insane? Seven wow. feet tall, and it's weird because you can see pictures of him, and uh, his face is the same. He's got the same head, but his body is like completely different. Yeah, that that is weird. Yeah. That's not something that just like normally happens. That's like a one one off thing, right? I mean, I think I've never so. heard of that. That's that's cool. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I can talk about tall people. Um, Peru police sees cocaine with swastikas and Hitler imprinted on it. Have you seen this? No. Yeah, there's like thousands of pounds of coke. Um, Nazi flag and Hitler's name printed on the outside. Yeah, it's like pressed into the coke. What the fuck? Yeah, like with weed, you, you'd see like the Osama bin Laden pack and all that type of shit where it's like, you know, this, this is going to knock you out. So or, there's a Hitler pack now? Apparently, that's what I'm saying. In Peru, they're like, they're going that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Why would you even trust that? Like, I don't, yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> is this good? Is this I, wonder, I wonder how the marketing is going on that. <laughs> Uh, and then there's this lady, Utah woman, who wrote kids' book on grief after her husband died, now charged with his murder. Wait. So a lady wrote a children's book about gr- how to grieve, yeah. how to deal with a loss, and then she was later found uh, giving her husband a lethal dose of fentanyl and killing him. <laughs> Jeez, dude. What is, what is up with people, man? How would you kill your spouse? What would you do? Would you slowly put uh, Drano in her soup every day, or would you... Uh... <laughs> I wouldn't think about killing my spouse, but I don't know. If you had to. Oh, if I had to. Um... If this was a movie, if this was a Christopher Nolan movie. Ooh. Hmm. I need a minute to think about that. I would... Do you think you could get away with it? I mean... There's no way, right? There's too many cameras, no, forensic... Yeah, I feel like there's too much, like... And people would just like put the pieces together, you know. Like it's your spouse. Yeah, I don't know. Did you ever watch the staircase? No. Crazy documentary about this guy who pushed his wife down the stairs, but he claimed that she just got drunk and fell down the stairs. But then, thirteen years earlier, he he was engaged to another woman who fell down the stairs in Germany and died. But then it was insane. It's a crazy documentary. There's an owl theory that an owl flew down and hit her in the head when she was outside walking the stairs. <laughs> I don't know. It's a really, really good good story. It's in the South, and there's, like, some corruption with the FBI. And so you're like, man, did the guy do it? Did he not do it? And the whole time he's, like, in his house, and he's, like, smoking a pipe. And he's like, you know, I just I don't understand. They don't believe me. So then you're like, man, is this guy a character? Like, is he just, like, lying to us? It's really good. Uh, yeah, The Staircase. Check it out. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check that one out. But again... That guy, that was his story. You know, he pushed his yeah. wife down the staircase. He's like, it worked the first time. His alibi. He got away with it the yeah. first time. I don't know. She's a little, everyone knows Lauren's a little clumsy, right? You know, she <laughs> she trips all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like if you're trying to get away with something like that, it would have to be like some kind of poison, right? Like okay. most discreet way. Coming, looping back to your original question, if I had, if I had to. If you had to. But... If this was some kind of a game or, or fake story you were yeah. writing, you'd poison them. Probably, yeah. But I feel like you could, like that would get come up in the autopsy, right? Yeah, and then they would like track back like what kind of poison or like what where it came from and all that kind of thing. Yeah, how she was getting it. 
I don't know. I was going to say, I think it would have to be an accident. Framed framed as some kind of accident. That You're on a cruise ship, you know? <laughs> you know how much she drinks. <laughs> you know how much she drinks. I keep telling her to stop, and she won't. And I, this is what happens, you know? She falls over the edge of the fucking cruise ship. <laughs> I think that happens a lot. I think people really? push their spouse over the... Yeah. Have you ever been on a cruise before? I've never been on a cruise. Yeah, neither have I. Never. I've actually never been out of the country before. I haven't either. I went to Hawaii. That sort of counts, but not really. Yeah. I was supposed to go on a Hawaii trip at some point because when I was little, my parents took my brother and my sister. I have a brother that's five years older, as I mentioned, and then a sister that's eight years older. Oh, they wow. Went, they so were the baby. Yeah, and they went on a Hawaii trip when I had to stay at my grandparents because I was too young. Oh, to go man. <laughs> so it's always been the joke like, oh, you owe me like a Hawaii trip right. at some point because I didn't get to go. That's funny. They're all sitting around at dinner. Oh, you guys remember that time we were in Hawaii? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was so much fun. <laughs> and you're sitting there yeah, like, like, fuck. <laughs> furthest I've been was California. But That's pretty cool. I've never been yeah. to Cali. Where'd you go? So I've done two trips there. Um, I did one on, like, the lower part. Started by, like, San Diego and then went up to San Francisco and came back. So we got, like, a rental car and drove Holy up shit. the coastline. This was, like, this was a family vacation way back probably probably over 10 years ago. I, I don't yeah. know. That's still pretty cool, though. You got yeah. to see the whole West Coast, basically. And then we did another another one where we started at San Francisco and then went up. And we actually went through part of, like, Oregon. Like, oh, wow. Or Oregon. Pacific yeah. Northwest. And that was fun, too. We saw the redwoods and, like, the the cliffs that they have over there. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. I always wanted to do a trip after senior year. I wanted to do that, go to go camping in the redwood forest. Yeah. Um, and then slowly, all my friends, it was down to, like, just me and Schwartz. And then, honestly, we were like, I don't know, man, two dudes camping by. It just seemed like, ah, fuck it. Let's just not go. Yeah. I always regret that I didn't do that. Yeah. That would, that would be fun with all, with all the homies. That would be fun. That's what I'm saying, dude. You, you camp out in the middle of Nebraska or something, you know, and then yeah. you're like halfway, and then the next day you get there. I don't know. I think it'd be cool. Speaking of shorts. Yeah. I used to go to Religious Ed at St. Peter Damien, and I actually, I met him, and he was in one of my classes. I think. That's crazy. The one year that my mom, I don't know if it was this year or not, but like she did like one year of like a, a like a parent helper kind of thing. Right, yeah. And uh, I don't know if that was the one, but he was in my class. It was so funny. He would just dick around all the time. Of course. As, like, everyone did at, at that. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a very religious guy. I'm, like, my parents don't really go very often. I'm kind of like, you know, Christmas. Yeah, we'll go on Christmas. Right. Like, but um, I did go to St. Peter Damien and Bartlett, and I, like, went through all the steps, you know, all the way through confirmation and everything. Nice. But that's where I met Schwartz, cool. and I have, like, memories of, like, like we would just mess around. Like, Picardi went there, too, Matt Picardi, yeah. that we talked about earlier. And like, Did you know Troiki, Max Troiki? Yeah, I, like, yeah. Knew, I like, wasn't, like, really good friends with him, but I knew of him, and, yeah. like, I remember Matt. I always Matt felt like Max Troiki and Matt Picardi were very similar. They knew, I'm pretty sure they, they knew each other. I'm positive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah their, their personality is, like, identical. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Schwartz, I feel like he's just always had this... Like, fuck authority mentality. <laughs> uh, even as a little kid, like you said, he was just, like, not having it, not sitting there. He's going to, like, fuck around and talk or make fun of the kid next to him. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. just, that's, that's funny that you said that. You kind of look a lot like Schwartz, too, which is funny. Now that I'm sitting here looking at you, you just have glasses. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. We'll have dark curly hair and five o'clock shadow. And, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I've always had glasses. I, one thing that pe- a lot of people don't know about me is that um, I was actually born with a scar behind my right eye. Whoa. And, like, I can't really see very good if I cover up my left eye. Really? Yeah, the, like, my glasses are, like, also kind of just to protect my, like, my one, like, really good eye that I have. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I used to have to, um, like, they tried to correct it. Like, I, I don't know if it was kindergarten or, like, first grade. I had to, like, wear an eye patch. And, like, oh, dude, shit. I thought people, like, I was, like, so, like, self-conscious. That, like, people are going to make fun of me because, like, pretty much what happened is when I was developing my, like, brain, like, picked one eye for, like, me to, like, focus on, I guess. I don't know, like, see out of. Yeah. And I don't have, like, a lazy eye or anything, but my other eye is just, like, because it has the scar on it, it, it it's, like, underdeveloped. And they thought maybe they can improve that eye. So, right, you were covering, covering the my good, good eye. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I, li- I left so that like part for out all day in first grade. Yeah. You can't see shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, you can't. I like can't see shit. Like, I didn't never wanted to wear it because like yeah. my mom wouldn't have me try to wear it at home, and I'm like trying to watch like cartoons or something, and I'm like, I, I can't see anything. But I mean, my eyesight is fine with glasses, but it's just it's interesting because I think um, I used to play baseball, and I think like as as baseball got more like intense and like people got better, I think my peripheral made it so that it was harder for me to bat in of baseball. Course. Yeah, why wouldn't it? And like, so I've like a, it's weird. Like I don't have as much good peripheral because I don't have it coming from that other eye, but I still can see well with my glasses on, like in general. So is your good eye, do you still need glasses with the yeah, good eye? Yeah, uh, kind of. Like I can't read very far away, but I can still see like perfectly fine without them. Like, interesting. Little blurry. It, nearsighted so far away i think yeah near right you can read a book but you can't see it yeah like i can see fine close up but if i'm trying to read far away yeah that's crazy i actually also have in my pupil my iris i don't know the correct verbiage but the doctor thinks when i was in the womb i i did this basically like i like had rubbed the back of my hand on my eyeball and smeared it so all of the color goes into the black of my eye. It's kind of crazy. Oh, wow. You can look me deep in the eyes later, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's super trippy. So like all, and I can see perfectly fine. Uh, it looks the same in both eyes and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. It's just the way that the eyeball looks. But so as a kid, I'd always fuck with my friends and be like, yeah, I can shoot laser beams out of this eye or like, I've got grid, grid vision. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you watch the boys. I've never watched it, but I've heard a lot about uh, it. Dude, you, I know we talked about the, the show recommendation. Yeah. Here's the one right here. Please. Give the boys <laughs> that's it what's your favorite part about the boys it's just like explain it to the people at home that don't know so it's like you're it's it's the opposite of how a marvel movie is like kind of like for everyone maybe i guess in a, in a way to put it but like the boys is just like like violent no filter like swearing and yeah very gruesome but it's like it's a, an adult justice it's league. an anti-hero kind of thing anti-hero, yeah yes i think that's yeah that's what they call it but it's just like the way the way the actors are in the show and the way the story kind of goes it, it's a really good show and well put together you kind of like start to really like the characters and that kind of like makes the show what it is they all have their own personality and everything yeah so homelander's the main guy yeah he's the main guy he's kind of like the the big dick of the whole like right. group but he's kind of the man in charge cuz he's like the most powerful. He could shoot laser beams. He's kind of like Superman. He can like fly around and right. do all that stuff. He's the meme where he's he 
he like says something and thinks everyone's gonna hate him, but they actually love him for it. And he's like looking around, like what? Right? That, yeah, that's him, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He has the uh, like the American, like USA kind of like yeah, tape red, white, and everything. Blue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, what channel is it on? I think that one was a Prime. I think Amazon. Yeah, I think it's Amazon Prime. I never really got into any of those shows. There was The Man in the High Castle. Did you ever watch that? No, I didn't. <clears throat> it was basically like, it was a book first, but it was if uh, the Germans and Japanese won World War II. So it was, but it was set in America. So basically from New York all the way to Colorado was the Nazis. And then mm-hmm. from California all the way to the Rocky Mountains was Japan. So like, you know, one half was Japanese inspired America in the 50s. And then the other half was German. It was, it was kind of, it was really interesting a way to look at the world. and But... The quality, I just feel like, was kind of shitty. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's like Amazon has so much money. I think, but. I think my favorite like subscription company, whatever you call it, is probably HBO streamer. Yeah, HBO is the best. Yeah, one, for sure. I think a lot of the shows are very high quality. Like, I'm, I'm <clears throat> big into Game of Thrones, of House course. of Dragon, of The course. Last of Us. Yeah, I watched all those, and it's like just seeing the little HBO thing come up, the little like static. And then, like, the of thing course. is, like, oh, yeah, we're getting another good good episode yeah. on here. Oh, yeah. Sadly, Riley and I have been watching Reba. You know anything about this I've show? I've never heard of it. <laughs> uh, I would watch it as a, as a young boy on, like, Lifetime or something. Like, my mom would watch it. But so Reba McIntyre is a country singer. She's got red hair. And uh, I'm Reba. I don't know. But it's a sitcom about this lady. She's not a singer in the TV show, but that's how she got famous. Um, but so her husband has a new wife, and her daughter got pregnant at 18 and has a kid. And then the, the girl's boyfriend lives with them. He's the dude from Shameless. I don't know. It's just it's like a family sitcom. It takes place in Texas. But so that's what we've been we've been binging. That's like our go-to show is, is Reba. And uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. Is it, is it pretty good then? Or? It's incredible, man. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So uh, Barbara Jean is uh, BJ is her, <laughs> you know, her husband's new wife. That's that's her name, right? She's this blonde lady who's like really outgoing and everything. And in one of the episodes, Reba has short red hair. And in one of the episodes, Barbara Jean goes to the salon and comes back with the exact same hairstyle as Reba. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Anybody who knows knows. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I got a burp out of you. <laughs> Check out Reba. All, all my Drew sits with. What should my fans be called? What do you think? Ooh, hmm. the sitters. I, I thought I was thinking about that. The, sh- um, the shitters. I don't know. What, what should we talk about? <laughs> um, I don't know. That that's something like you want it to be good, so that like when it's like sticking with you for a while, you don't care. And then like, like should I call it the DSW? But that's already the shoe store. Dude, I actually thought about that. Like when I like. I don't know. It came across my mind too, like the DSW thing. Yeah, I thought of the shoe store too. I know. <laughs> Fuck, dude. And coming up with a name was impossible. I don't know if you've ever tried to come up with a name, but I. So actually, it's horrible. I recently, just for fun, like wanted to try to get into three D printing, and I bought a three D printer, and I That's thought, awesome. you know, maybe I can like make an Etsy shop or something. And I'm like, I, I haven't gone deep into it. Like, I have the three D printer, and I've been messing with like little random designs and like little shapes and whatnot and because you have the, this cat's all you know uh, yeah, background so it makes yeah sense. It, it's a little different than <clears throat> when i do at work but it's still like it's the same kind of concept you just yeah using different settings what, whatnot but anyways I, I was trying to think of a name if i ever made like a little etsy shop like for if i made things and i was like dude i, I can't think of that it's name. hard it's hard 
And then once you think of something good, then somebody else already has it. Yeah. Know? That's the other thing, too, is I was trying to think of what can I make with a 3D printer that can't already be made for, like, dirt cheap in China or something. like. Exactly. That's what Etsy's about is that it has to be cheap enough that you'll buy it, but it has to also be interesting. It has to be cool. It has to be artistic. It has to be, you know... Like, a little something you wouldn't find anywhere else. Like, not a mass yeah, marketed yeah, like thing. Per, like personal or customized and all exactly. that. Exactly. So what do you think you would make? Anything? What have you been playing around with? Just like um, making a box and stuff like that? Or I so both my siblings have have kids. My sister just had her second boy. They're all boys, and then my brother has one boy also. So I have three nephews and they're kind of all in like Hot Wheels, and my brother is kind of like encouraging his his kid to get into Hot Wheels and stuff. So I thought I could maybe like try to make some kind of like little like Hot Wheels like stands or like little like cool accessories, like because it's like pl- it's so a three D yeah, printer plastic, is yeah. printing plastic, and like if I can just like make something for fun that I can you know give them, and then like if it was cool enough, if I made something like I don't know some kind of like little lift that you can lift up a Hot Wheel and like have a little like showcase for it or something. Yeah. And that I can, like, I don't know, that's just what I've been thinking about. I got to, like, learn the program and, like, how to get really good at it. And then I can mess with things. But I can, I don't know, I can go into all sorts of just, like, little random things around the house that you can just, like, right. have a container customized for. No, I think the Hot Wheels thing is cool. That's a good good thing for you to focus on. You know, some, some I'm not going to lie. My brother and me are starting to get into, like, the, the – so we mentioned before that whole, like, resale thing with, like, all the merch and exactly, stuff. Exactly, yeah. Hot Wheels is going through the same kind of weird thing right yeah. now where – I think McGuffin does that, if I'm not mistaken. He'll really? go to Target and buy, like, a yeah. bunch of Hot Wheels. Yeah, yeah, that's how me and my brother <laughs> – it's funny because, like, I'll, I'll go with my girlfriend, uh, Sydney, and, like – Shout out. Sh- shout out. He's taking, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at her at NIU. We, we can get into that later, but um, – sure. She'll be like, she'll like want to go look at like skincare and all this other stuff. I'm like, I'm gonna go look at the Hot Wheels. Like, I gotta <laughs> see if there's any rare ones here or anything. It's crazy. Um, they have like a Hot Wheels like premium subscription thing where you, I think it's ten dollars for a year, and it's just to be able to buy these limited edition Hot Wheels that they drop. And when they drop, they sell in like like two minutes. They're, they're so you have sold. to pay to be part of the subscription, and you might not even get one. And you one. might not even get one because they sell out in like a minute or two. And, so but they stupid. tell you the time. They tell you when they're going to drop. You just have to be ready for it. But like I haven't done much of it. I, I literally just got the subscription like the other day. So you did do it. I, I did it. I <laughs> joined them. Um, but like my brother, he's gotten a few of them. He sold a few of them. Double the money instantly. Like you buy so it, stupid, 25 dude. bucks, and you can – if like. He also, he wants to, he, like, doesn't want to be, like, those people that just buy a bunch of them and try to resell them. Like, he's actually collecting them, too. But it's just, like. He's in it for the community. Yeah, he's in it. But, like, he did say, he's, like, you know, you could, if you, it's, like, it's an investment. Like, you're getting something cool and collectible. And, like, yeah. you have kids, they'll probably like them. And, I don't know, it's cool. Right, and so that kind of brings us to your real-life Hot Wheels, right? You got this cool uh, Infinity out front. Yeah, I... I drive a manual Infinity G35 coupe, and uh, yeah, it's, it's my baby. Like, I, <laughs> I got it a few years ago. Me and my dad actually drove to Indiana to get it. We just I found it on like uh, Craigslist. I think had like it was like a guy selling it. It wasn't a dealer or nothing. Right. And uh, I got a really good deal on it. I, it's it's manual, and I didn't even know manual, but my dad did. Okay. So we drove out there, and I I just wanted to I wanted to get manual just because like I wanted of course. I don't know. It was just something I wanted to do. 
and uh, I drove back like our our Acura, and then my dad drove back the manual Infinity, and we got it. I, I paid it with I bought it for ten grand. It was cheap. No shit. Like compared to like what cars are going for now. That's exactly yeah. That's true. What year is it? It's a two thousand six. Um, it has just over hundred k miles now. I bought it at like fifty five k miles. No shit. All that driving to NIU. <laughs> yeah, the driving to NIU, and I, I'm out in Peoria now with my new job. That's right, you're yeah. in Peoria. So, like, that's, that's why it's, like, whenever I come back in town, it's always me just trying to, like, hit up my friends that I don't get to see that often, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I kind of figured that uh, it made sense that you came out today because you're, you're going to be over here anyway. So, yeah, yeah it, it all worked out. I'm glad we got to do it. Glad yeah, it, it worked out, out right. good, actually, because, yeah, like, Picardi... Matt Picardi came back in town for his brother's wedding, and then a bunch of my other friends in our friend group, like, all are planning to go hang out with him, and then, like, he is just now going to be available for, like, the one day, and it, it's like this every time. It's a weird thing with, like, so Matt Picardi went off to the Navy, and every single time he'd come back into town, it's like everyone drops what they're doing, because they're like, we got to go hang out with Picardi. <laughs> like, that's how, that's how, like, nice and good of a friend He's he is. He's a great guy, yeah. man, yeah. But, um. That's great. Yeah, you know, you know, he actually got like he got a Subaru like stick shift out in California. Really? Yeah, he has a WRX. Like, no shit. I never would have thought he'd be the one. Like, just like I don't know where he learned. I could it. see him in like a Denali or something like a big SUV. I yeah, don't know. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Good for him. WRX. He just did that out there in California. Like, no, none, none of our friends have ever even seen his car because it's out way out there in right. Cali. That's crazy. It's kind of, I think he's like gonna stay in Cali. I don't know if he's gonna come back. He has a girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. They've been together since, like, right when he got into the Navy. I think he met her. Wow. What about Walker? I hit him up a while ago because I, I see that he likes all the, the comedians that I like he, on Instagram yeah, and stuff. He, so I was like, dude, you, you got to come on the podcast and we'll talk he about stand-up. He would be a good guest. Like, he, yeah. he, I know he watches podcasts, too. He kind of got me into them a little bit also. kind of mentioned yeah. that we were listening to them. Right. And, uh like I said, he's the one that told me about your podcast. And I think he mentioned that like you had maybe met, like hit him up or mentioned. Yeah. yeah I told him to do it. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm busy. And then I'm like, all right. <laughs> you hear that Adam Walker? You got to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, cause I was like, Oh, maybe they would all do it. Cause there was, again, there's the chance that Matt might come, yeah. might not come. So then I was like, well, maybe we do it with Adam also, but I didn't know how close you were with him or yeah, if I'm, you were even I'm friends still, with him or not. Yeah, still. so I'm still close. I'm close with Adam still. Um, we do like a poker night with our friends every once in a while. We were originally trying to do something like every month, but, you know, people get busy. Everyone's schedules don't line up. Yeah, it's tough. But um, Yeah, me and my friends try to do every other week go to the golf range. That's where our, our newest thing has been, and uh, people can't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, come on, <laughs> every other week, you know, yeah. we, we all still live here. You're out in Peoria. Yeah, it's a lot harder when you're a few hours away because. So how far is it from Bartlett? Two hours and 45 minutes. That's a drive, man. Yeah. That's a drive. <laughs> it's usually leave on a Friday after work and come back Sunday. Yeah. But luckily, we have a three-day weekend. This week, so. Yeah, dude, that sucks. And, you know, honestly, I haven't been coming back as often as I should. And so, like, it's always a balance when I come back because I want to hang out with family. And then, like, I'm like, shit, I want to see all my friends, too, of course. that are still around And you're here. staying with your parents. Yeah, now I am. Right, yeah, so it's kind of like, I'm obligated to see them, mm-hmm. but also I want to get drunk with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's like, have dinner with them after dinner, go out, and then catch them right. in the morning. <laughs> right, it's like back when you were a little kid. Yeah. 
when you when, you're, when you actually like called your friends on their house phone and had their their numbers remembered back for in sure the day. yeah yeah oh yeah I remember even just going over to my friend's house and just knocking on the door yeah and just going hey is he home and either someone will answer or they don't and you're like or the dad answers is like yeah he's not coming out and you're like, yeah okay and you're like wait how come like, <laughs> and just go to somebody else's house try them yeah that brings us back to when we talked about how people don't ride their like kids don't ride their bikes as much anymore and yeah it's crazy I used, like it used to be a staple to like after elementary school like something's going on we're riding our bike somewhere we're playing wiffle ball playing some kind of like football like all oh yeah i don't see that as much in westridge anymore yeah you'd like to think that people are doing the same thing you did but fortnite is just so good you know it's <laughs> like they're just playing fortnite probably right yeah. i don't know yeah also dude they've got they all have iphones like they're probably all watching porn all the time. You know, like a little 12-year-old boy is like, what? I just, I don't know, man. It's a whole different world, you know? Yeah, it's it's weird. I, it, It's like, <clears throat> I feel old, but I don't feel old, you know? I feel very young still. I feel young, but like whenever I think back to like how things have changed in such a small amount of time, it's like, damn, like things are changing quick. Same with like AI and everything. Yeah. Have you played around with chat GPT at all? Not like a whole lot. Um, one of my coworkers kind of messed around with it one day. We had like, uh, like we had like pizza come in that like, I think, I don't know if my boss ordered it or if like, uh, sometimes we have these like lunch and learn things where like a, a rep of like a company will like come and talk about some shit for a while and then like get food for us. Cool. Just to try to like have us, I can go, I can go I get it, deep yeah. into it, but. Um, <laughs> Trying to smooth. Yeah, smooth. <laughs> trying to get us to pick them basically in right. our basis of design. But um one of my coworkers was messing around with uh Chat GPT and he was like, What if we try to get them to like write proposals and stuff for us? And like yeah. not that we were gonna actually do that because like there's a lot that goes into like making sure you like get exactly what you need to type in, but like AI can make a pretty fucking good proposal based off of stuff you like input in. Like you can say yeah, we're doing a high school HVAC um, air handler, like, renovation, like, get new, I don't know, boiler plant and pipe. And they'll, like, give you, like, a whole, like, five-paragraph thing right. explaining what you're going to be doing for that job. It's good first draft. Yeah, it's a good first draft, and it is, like, cohesive in how it writes things. Right. So that's what the whole writer's strike is about. Do you know anything about this? Writers Guild of America? I've heard about it. It's It's... Basically just about, like, AI taking jobs from writers? Yeah, so they're trying to protest and say that AI cannot write first drafts of scripts, I think is the idea. Because otherwise, because what Netflix was trying to do was basically go, okay, chat GPT, write us a fucking action movie starring The Rock and Kevin Hart, boom. And then they would write a whole script, and then they were going to hire these writers who normally they would have to pay for the entire script, then go into basically fix it, punch uh. it up, and then kind of... So p part of it is like, that is good, right? Because a lot of the hard work is done, right? The big entire script is gone and then you actually make it funny or you make it interesting or heartfelt or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And you add all the good stuff. But they're saying like, we can't do that. We can't allow that into the, the field because it's just going to corrupt everything and, and we're not going to be able to get paid shit. And they're making billions of dollars, Netflix, HBO Max, all of them, Hulu, and then they're not going to pay the writers anything. So as of right now, the writers are still on strike, and there's not going to be any new movies or TV shows for, like, 
a while oh, in, wow. in the next like six months. Like it's going to be fucked. Damn. <laughs> like that's kind of what happened with COVID. Like everything shut yeah. down for like six it, months. It got delayed for a while. Right. Yeah. And then it was like, they pumped out Tiger King and then like everybody watched <laughs> that shit, you know, it was like, they, yeah. <laughs> it was like a lull and then they got stuff rolling yeah. again. But uh, I'm going to grab another beer. Yeah. Uh, I'll get one too. What's better than drinking brewskis with your dad, dude? That's the best. Dude, literally the best. Whenever, like, I I even, like, started, like, not gonna lie, I started drinking beers with my dad way before 21 just because it's, like, <laughs> that's that's the only, well, that's the only time, like, I really did because he would just offer me one, like, like not, like, I don't know, maybe, like, upper teens or something, but yeah. it was, like, I was like playing pool or something in the basement with him, and he he let me have one, and, and I'm like right. responsible enough that like he knew I wasn't gonna like go crazy with it. But uh, right. no, my dad would do the same thing, like you said, playing pool or something like that around the bonfire. He'd be like, "Yeah, here you go, son. Here, have a beer." You know, and I'd be like, oh, "Yeah, yes, sir." You know, uh. but like <laughs> now it, it's just like a different level of respect. Like when he gives you one, and like you are 21, it's just like for sure. Yeah. So yeah, for, for sure. Memorial Day, drank a few beers before coming here. Yeah. Hanging out with my family. Pre-game the pod. What was for dinner tonight? Uh, we grilled out a few burgers. I had a burger and then a couple steaks. Some uh, nice. We we I found out Arby's has French fries that they sell at the grocery store now, and they're really good. I actually just bought some of those last night and put them in the oven. Is that what you guys? Yeah, did? yeah, yeah. That's what we did. And like they they're, they're like they taste <laughs> just like the actual like yeah. things you get. Yeah, Arby's fries are top. Two fries is in the fast food game, right? I mean, you can put whatever you want at number one, but Arby's is fucking yeah. go to. And, like, we actually got the crinkle ones. The crinkle ones are pretty good, too. Whoa. I yeah. didn't know that. So, one thing. so I was thinking curly. I, I am a big curly french fry fan, but my dad. <laughs> With a smirk on your face. Yeah, well, like, it's funny because my dad, like, isn't a huge fan of them for some reason. And he likes the regular, like, crinkle or, like, Crazy. whatever. And. Arby's has a crinkle like version you can get and like not a lot of people do it, but whenever you do do it, you know, you're getting fresh fries cause right. they're making them. Right. And yeah. And genius. So they also sell those now at the store and we got those tonight. That's awesome. Good. Last night I went to Riley's house and we cooked dinner. We made, it was like a cheeseburger taco, some like TikTok recipe thing where you basically took a tortilla put ground beef on, like, smothered it onto the tortilla and then just, like, put it face down onto the pan, right? Mm -hmm. Then it cooks, flip it over, and then it crisps up on the bottom of the tortilla, you know? And then we put, like, uh, onions, lettuce, tomato, and then, like, uh, Big Mac sauce, you know, like, Thousand Island dressing on it? Yeah. And cheese. Fucking incredible, dude. It was so bomb. And then we had the Arby's fries as well. (laughs) That was dinner last night. That sounds good as fuck. Yeah. Went over to my buddy's house after that. And uh, we did a little bonfire, and the whole drive back, he's got. A, he lives right by McDonald's. Then I usually every time I leave there, I'm like, I'll hit McDonald's, get a burger, you know, and then head home. But I'm like, I know I got more of those taco <laughs> burgers at, at her house. Like, I just gotta get there. I just gotta get there. <laughs> I got to her house. I just feasted, like, because she, she stayed there the whole time. And uh, so she's like in bed. And I was like, she's just like devouring this huge plate of food in her room. It was, it was a, it was a low moment <laughs> for sure. <laughs> So do you, do you meal prep during the week or do you like? Great question, Mitch. Yes, of course I meal prep. <laughs> I, one thing that I started doing is like me and my girlfriend will make dinner and then make just enough because like 
everything you buy is going to be more than one meal at, from the store, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we just eat our lunch. The next day is our leftovers from the night before. Yeah, no, that's a great way to do it. You live with your girlfriend? Yeah, so my girlfriend, I met her at NIU, um, and she was from Peoria, which is where I am now. I met her at NIU during all that COVID craziness, and my roommate became friends with another friend group, and then we met Sydney, my girlfriend, and then, like, a bunch of other people, and we made this, like, little friend group that got close, and then just, like, partied all the time at NIU, and then I, I started dating Sydney there. That's awesome. Moved out to Peoria because I found a job there. She went back. She actually went back, found a job, lived back at home a year before I graduated, and then I moved there and okay. found a job. But so the plan was to be with her the whole time? Yeah, so I had, like, a little bit of a long distance in a way for, like, a year because I was doing my senior year while she was back at home. Right, you're still in DeKalb. Then, yeah, I was still in DeKalb. What's that drive? Is that... Closer, uh, two hours? Two, it's exactly two hours, yeah. yeah. But so still, I did two a, hours is yeah, tough, I, dude, though. I've put a lot of miles in my car because of... <laughs> That's what the real drive was. Yeah, that was that was a lot, actually. And then I'd go home back and forth from in DeKalb, too. So it's like 40, it was about 45 minutes from, from around Bartlett. That's crazy. Peoria, I believe, is the the home of Richard Pryor, birthplace of Richard Pryor. You know anything about him? I'd, I've never heard he basically of invented uh, the n-word for black people he's a, really? he's a black comedian I think I mean I think he was the first guy to start like saying uh, the a on the end like basically kind of taking it back but yeah he's, he's a stand-up comedian uh before Eddie Murphy before Chris Rock they're basically impersonating him Chappelle's basically impersonating Richard oh, Pryor wow, yeah. really? check out Richard Pryor they have a statue in Peoria of Richard Pryor that's why I brought it up oh wow yeah he was born in a whorehouse. Yeah, crazy story. He lit I'm himself need, on fire I'm smoking look crack. Into that, yeah. Richard Pryor is the goat of stand-up. Yeah, so there's, like, Lenny Bruce, who was, like, in the 30s, started doing stand-up, and he was, like, he'd be, like, in, in between a magician and a musician. They'd, like, have a guy, and he would, like, start cracking jokes. And he got, like, arrested a bunch of times for, like, saying dirty words and blah, 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 right? So he kind of, like, paves the way for stand-ups. Then there is Richard Pryor, who was, like, in the 70s, and again, paved the way by saying, you know, the N-word, like I said, or just talking about living in the whorehouse or sex and stuff like that. That was like taboo at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's George Carlin. And then after that, it was kind of like, uh, and then how do you, people, how do you, you know, know all of this? Joe Rogan, dude. I love oh, this stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, you learned so much from listening to his podcast. It's I know. It's crazy. awesome. Yeah. I've been getting more into it now. I just got like into listening to podcasts in the last few months, probably. Yeah, and I've realized how much quicker my job can go if I'm just like have it on in the background and for sure just learn. It's awesome. Yeah, I'll throw on like history stuff all the time if I get bored. And then I'll, I love all the like, stand up stuff, so it's funny. And then if it's like after a while, I'm like, oh, it's kind of annoying. I'll just go to something very serious, you know, like uh, you know, some fucking Stalin podcast or something. Did, okay. You know? I, uh, I have a question. Did you watch the one with James Fox? I think is his name. That's uh, the dude, the chimp empire. No, he's the one that made like a documentary on the aliens and the UFO in Brazil. Uh, no, I did not watch that dude, one. Dude, it is crazy. It like, it literally like convinced me that like aliens there's got yeah. Honestly, yeah. like it, I've yeah. listened to many Rogans where after I'm like, fuck aliens are real, dude. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I try to stay away from those because a lot of times those guys are crazy and it's just Rogan trying to like indulge himself in that aliens are yeah. real. Um, but 
like James Corbell, I think is one guy and uh, Bob Lazar is another guy. I'm sure they talked about on that episode. Yeah. A little bit. Um, that are kind of like very proven sources of true UFO information. I assume this, what is it? James Fox? James yeah, Reed? James um, Fox, yeah. It's yeah. the same kind of thing. But. Yeah, it was like this thing in Brazil where I guess a UFO got like struck in a lightning storm or something like that. And uh, I don't know if an alien was like injured. Like they, he said basically that these this family, it was like three girls, I think like, upper teens, maybe one was 21 or something like that, like three of them. And they saw this, like, being, like, alien-looking kind of creature thing, like, kind of, like, curled up like it was hurt or something. And then, like, I, I don't know. I, like, I, it's hard for me to remember everything they said on the podcast, but, like, right. and it's also hard to know, like, what's true or not, but they mentioned something, like, then the, uh, and, like, law enforcement came, like, took it away. And then, like, this guy who was doing the documentary actually talked to someone that was, like, a surgeon or, like, a, someone that does, like, x-rays and stuff. And he knows that the person who took the x-rays wasn't able to, like, look at it at all, wasn't able to look at the x-ray picture or, like, the being. Like, it came in, like, a body bag, like a black bag or something Whoa. like that. And then um, there's, like, a bunch of witnesses that, like, said they saw the thing, like, running around. So, like, I think they they captured one that was maybe dead or the one that was weak. And then, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. just weird to hear from like someone that like has investigated this and like talked to like a bunch of witnesses in Brazil that like all kind of say the same thing and like right. know the story or whatever. Yeah. It's super interesting. I don't know, man. And then the government comes out a couple of years ago saying that UFOs are real and they do happen. And the United States doesn't know what they are. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, man. It's one of those things where it's like, should I really put any time to like look into this? But it's yes. like you probably should if it if it's becoming evident, you know. Right. Is it gonna affect me? I don't know. It's it would really take an alien to like a, a physical being, like you said, to like walk out and stand next to Joe Biden on like the podium. Yeah. And be like stand like on the news for me to like really believe it. You know what I'm like I would have to see that image for me to 100% believe it. You know? Cuz you see these grainy footage of saucers in the sky or like a you know a Air Force pilot flying and then something flies in front of him and you're like, yeah, yeah but that could be faked, you know? Like, and like nowadays it's way harder than it was back in the day. Like now you can CGI anything. Right, can, the, the whole, uh, not chat GPT, but AI, whatever the fuck. Yeah, the picture thing, yeah. Right, where you can just, yeah, make, yeah. What the fuck, it, what the fuck is real, dude? I know. It's, so, this is another trippy one. Um, so, on, are you active on Twitter at all, or no, or Instagram? Or? Um, I, I don't really go on Twitter much. Like, I have... I don't really, I honestly don't use it at all, but, like, yeah. I, I've looked occasionally just to see, you understand like, right. I like, I look at, like, news, if, like, something happens, like, Twitter is the place to go if something happens and you want to see what, like, is actually, like, going on and, like, people exactly. are saying about it, so. Right. Whether you're watching a sports game or Aliens Invade. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. It'll be trending and you can. I saw another thing on Twitter that was, like, man, it's crazy that the good guys always win. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're the one that write the history book, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's part of the Oppenheimer thing, bringing it back to the beginning, right? I mean, yeah. I've heard a lot of stuff about 
Oliver Stone is a documentarian. He makes he's got a thing on Vietnam and um, he's got this really good series. It should be on Netflix where it's uh, about America and. He argues that in World War II, we didn't actually have to drop the nuclear bomb in Hiroshima or Nagasaki because at that time in the war, Japan was already extremely weak, and uh, they Germany had already been beaten at that time. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah, in like, World War, so it was like way overkill. Way overkill. So at that time, Russia was invading uh, Manchuria and China at that time, basically going south, and that... that was an area that Japan had taken over. Like, they had invaded all of China and all this stuff, right? So Russia was basically closing in, and then the United States had been, like, absorbing all of their islands and stuff like that, slowly getting closer and closer and closer. So the war was basically over. But because the Japanese were so strong and courageous, they would, like, they would like commit suicide before they would, uh, you know, like, let anybody win, right, basically? Yeah. And so the whole idea that you were taught in school was that to stop an invasion and lose a, a bunch of life, we just dropped these two bombs on them, right? This guy, Oliver Stone, says that might actually not be true because there's, like, records of Japan trying to um, make peace deals with, with Russia and try to broker with America and everything. And we basically just dropped the two nukes to kind of display, like, hey, we're America. We're, we got the biggest dick here. We're going to... Asserting dominance. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So Truman was, like, a crazy racist. His dad was in the Ku Klux Klan. He was the president, Okay. Right? It's crazy, dude. Damn. And this guy was just like super racist and he was like a complete drunk and was like, No, we're gonna we're gonna fuck these guys up and we're gonna show everybody that we're the top <laughs> guys. It's crazy. That's fucked up. It's crazy. Dude. But again, you don't really hear that in history, right? So it's like the winner maybe we weren't the good guys, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. It's, I mean, crazy. it's all it's all from what perspective you have and you were right. taught. I don't know. <laughs> it's also interesting that Japan almost like doesn't care, you know, like as far as I can tell, Japan, I'd love to talk about to Bacardi about this, obviously, because he was in yeah. Japan. But, like, you'd think you'd have a little bit of resentment. <laughs> a lot of people go to Japan, and, and like, there's no problem. And they, like, so... They're I, allies, right? I mean... Yeah, I mean, so something interesting is um, my dad, he's a air, he's an airplane mechanic at O'Hare, at oh, very United cool. Airlines. And he's kind of at a niche spot now. He's been working there for a long time. But he works with JAL, Japanese Airlines. Okay. And he said... Japanese people are the most respectful people that like he ever encounters. Like he, right. like it's crazy how like we did something so bad in our history and like they're still raised and like just I don't know they they, they right. people in like the people in Japan are generally pretty respectful. I feel like I agree. Yeah, it's, it's a culture of, of of that way. I've I've heard like even on trains they'll be like completely silent and just standing there. Mm-hmm. Where in America, it's like people are screaming. You know, there's some guy trying to play drums or something to like they, make you know money. What? They <laughs> talked about they talked about that on um, on, on Rogan. On Rogan. Yeah, they exactly. talked about like India being like really like you're bumping into people and it's just like right. normal. Like I remember they mentioned that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I was how definitely cool. just ripping off another podcast. <laughs> and Mitch caught me. <laughs> well, no, we can't, we transitioned into it. Like it, it made sense. Yeah, yeah. It's weird to think about it. It's I've never. It's also weird to think like I've never been out of our country so right. i've never had that like cultural difference yet cultural or, shock yeah yeah cravoli was talking about that uh, people always want to leave the country they want to go to different places he's like but america is so big you know like we would we talked about new orleans i always want to go to new orleans 
that is so different from New York, so different from San Diego, that's so different right, from yeah. Seattle, you know, all the different corners, the, the, the New Mexico, you know, there's so many different things and places to experience just in the United States, um, which really makes me want to kind of do that before I would go anywhere else. Um, there's so many places to go, yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool, but... I'm interested to see how the culture shock is, though. You know, at the same time, it's like... Right, you kind of want to be yeah. on a different planet, like... That's why I would love, I love Bourdain, Anthony Bourdain, travel guy, cook, everything. Yeah. And, um, right, like, I want to go to Thailand. You're, you're riding on a Vespa in traffic, you know, swerving all over the place. Yeah, it, it just, it seems crazy. It seems so different. I don't know. It'd be fun. I feel like, I don't know if I'd be able to handle the some food, of the food. right? Yeah. That's, that's the only thing. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with India. India would be so cool to experience and visit and the architecture and the colors and everything. But then again, that food man (laughs) the food and just like adapting to like their way of life you know it's just different there's a city called tangier in morocco and uh, morocco is basically on the northwest tip of africa and it touches spain okay if think of the map spain is at the bottom mediterranean sea blah 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 blah. tangier is right across the border so basically throughout history it was kind of this like lawless Las Vegas style city that was just on the other side of Europe. But uh, a lot of Europeans would kind of be there in transit. They had, some of them would live there, expats, all that type of stuff, right? But it was very like, you know, North African city. And their big thing was like they would like, like weed was legal there. It was basically like Amsterdam, Tangier, and then like Denver, like the only places you could like smoke oh, weed yeah, in history, that, yeah. essentially, right? So it's kind of this cool city where it's got this like Islamic african spanish vibe i don't know it just like seems so cool and so interesting i've always wanted to go and like writers like famous writers have, have traveled there musicians and all it's, it's kind of like a you know douchey spot to go i guess now but when i first learned about it, I'm like this place <laughs> is so fucking cool like you could really lose yourself and like recreate your whole story there you know what i mean yeah like have an adventure you know i love indiana jones you know same thing it's like i could see myself like you know Walking down the those cobblestone just to see it in person, yeah, like yeah, it'd be crazy. Different, a whole different setting, basically. That, that's how I feel, though. Even in in some of the states here, it's like it's crazy how different we are in America. You know, yeah. Where have you traveled in America? So some of the far places would be like California, like that trip I talked about. Right, 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 right. I've been to Texas, Corpus Christi. And okay. I stopped in, like, Houston, I think, for, like, a night at the hotel. And uh, that was a long drive. We, we drove all the way to Texas. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> 20 hours. <laughs> the beaches there are nice, though. Uh, we, we stayed at Corpus Christi. We stayed at this one beach and very, like, white sand kind of beach. Cool. But as you walked on it, you had to watch out because there's literally jellyfish. Like, like the ones oh. that are clear, like, the ones that look like like plastic bags kind right, of yeah. just scattered across the whole entire like that's crazy and like they're basically like laying there maybe dead or like still alive kind yeah. of thing i wonder if that's a time of the year like the season i don't know yeah i think yeah it just me it must be just like a certain spot that yeah where you guys were at the golf's cool i've been to gulf shores which is in alabama it's kind of like a vacation spot in alabama for some reason um that's kind of cool. I've been to Florida. Like, the golf's cool. I don't know. I just. Yeah, Florida's the other one, too. I mean, like, I feel like everyone's yeah. been to Florida. Like, I, yeah, Florida. I, I do have family in Florida, which makes. I've been there a few times. I should probably go more often. I have a lot of uh, 
cousins that live there because I have one. You got to utilize that, I man. Aunt, free uncle. stay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Get a flight and stay with oh, them. I'm actually, I'm going there in October this oh, year. Right. There you go. Yeah. Um, my, so on my, going back a little bit to like how like it was when I grew up, um, my grandparents, my, so my parents met in St. Louis. Um, my, all, a lot of my family is like, St. like Missouri native. Interesting. And, um, both sets of grandparents that I've had for most of my life were in St. Louis. A few, like a little over a year ago, my grandpa passed away and uh, my grandma actually moved down to Florida because I have an aunt and uncle there and tons of cousins that live there too. Okay. And a lot of my family now wasn't actually in St. Louis anymore. I do have like on my mom's side, I have both grandparents still in St. Louis, but then on my dad's side, a lot of like the kids were all moved away. Like closest one was us, and where it was like a five hour drive, you know. Yeah. So my grandma is now living in Florida, and we have a trip, and we're gonna we're gonna go visit her in October. That's awesome. Florida seems cool. I don't know if I could live there though. I know it's a good place to visit, but it, it, right. I don't know. It just seems like very. It's becoming overpopulated and kind of overhyped. I don't know. For sure, it feels like a bubble, right? And Texas has <clears throat> recently kind of been Same starting. Thing. Yeah, like Same a bunch thing. of people are wanting to move to these places. and Yeah. I just saw that Florida is almost the same size as Italy. Same length. Isn't that wow. trippy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. the maps aren't real. Well, yeah. I mean, they're real, but the scale. You got to think about the scale. On Cam the... was trying to tell me that Russia is not bigger than China, which is not true. He tried to say that the maps were fake, and then he also said that Africa was 50% of the landmass on the Earth, and I don't think that's true either, so I think people need to fact-check that. I don't know. I, I remember just knowing that, like, Alaska is huge. And Alaska it didn't, is huge. It never seemed like it was back, like, when you're growing up. You don't you think know? about it, but, yeah, yeah, Alaska is, I would say, almost half of the United States, like, continental United States. You could lay Alaska yeah. on top of that. It's crazy. It's really just a giant buffer between us and Russia. Yeah, which is I remember tricky. watching a YouTube video and it was talking about how like getting Alaska was like the most strategic thing that like America right. like, has done. And they got it for like dirt cheap, if e I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Russia needed money quick. Russia used to own that, which is crazy to think that Russia owned a giant swath of land on North America. But yeah, they owned it. We bought it from them for like it was a couple million dollars or a couple hundred million, which yeah. is nothing for that amount of land. Literally all the oil yeah. and all the shit that, that Alaska is worth. It's crazy. Super trippy. And now we're just sitting on it. Yeah. My friend Brad Waz, I don't know if you listen to that podcast or not, but he wants to move out to Alaska. That's like his retirement plan is that he'll buy a little like piece of land out there now, invest in it over time, and then once he's like ready to retire, just boom, book it out to Alaska. It's not a bad idea. I mean, I don't know. It's cool. It's just like kind of it's isolated. Though, right? And exactly. it's like the weather conditions. That's the only... I don't know. I've heard it's beautiful in the summertime, but you're also like, it's crazy mosquitoes. Like impossible to, I hear you're being swarmed every time you leave. So that sucks. Wow. And then in the winter, you have like an eight month long winter and it's fucking freezing cold and snow. It's like, yeah. uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound that great, but. It is, it's on my bucket list to go there and visit, but I don't think I'd ever want to live there. It would be tough. Of course. My second cousins, my grandpa's brother, kids he would take all of his grandkids on a trip when they turned like 12 or graduated middle school or something like that and be like hey we'll, we'll go anywhere in the world you can go so like one kid went to italy i think one kid went to 
uh, like Kenya. They went like on a safari, and then the other one went on a cruise ship to Alaska. And I was, I was like, damn, that sounds like so much fun, you know? I think they probably got on like in Seattle or something like that. Went up the coast of Canada. Went to a lot. Crazy. That would that would be that would be fun. I've never. Yeah. I never really thought about like how it would be going on a cruise. I feel like like I don't know if I'd be seasick. I've never really. So I've been on like boats and stuff, but I know people. I think a cruise would be would be nice, but I do like having the freedom to go like out and do things when I'm on vacation. Go out and like yeah. not be refined to one place, but the all inclusiveness. I I can Seems, see where yeah. people like want to do that. I, yeah, I think there is a everything's taken care of here kind of feeling with yeah. all inclusive, which seems cool. But also has maybe a cheap feel to it, like okay, it's the buffet again. You know, I can see how that yeah. might get boring after a couple of days. Um, but yeah, also yeah, cruise would be kind of sick, right? I mean, I don't know, you're on the ocean, but at the same Nothing time, to worry about you're constantly just, moving though, which yeah. would be kind of trippy. I don't know. Mitch Andres? Andres is fine. Mitch Andres. Yeah, that's pretty much what I say, just so I don't have to... Yeah. Mitch Andres. <laughs> thank, what? For, thank you for coming on the show. This has been a very fun time. It's, thank you it's for... It's been a pleasure. ...for sharing beers and talking shit and, uh, and getting to know each other a little bit better. Yeah, I, I feel like we've always had this mutual friendship, and we've just never, like gotten to know each other and yeah. uh, i feel like we've we've had the same like people in our lives and it's just like all weird how it lined up like I, i've known adonis and a yeah. lot of the people right we grew up a ball that, together. That, that's the thing that's nice about this podcast is that you kind of hear a lot of people that you've been friends with and throughout high school and college and yeah it's crazy like you said you knew witty and that was my yeah. first episode you know it's, it's very interesting well again thanks for coming on thanks for uh for being my buddy yep